Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Wow. Amen. That was some good singing. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, Bella asked me if I wanted to scream on. I said she should leave it on. I can make little things with my fingers. <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't even know how to run that thing. I don't even know how to run this thing. Uh, technology and me, we don't yeah, we don't go together, do we, Dina? Nope, not at all. Um, you know, uh, uh, Pastor asked if I would do a Bible study tonight because he's heading out to uh, uh, Rosebud. And, you know, uh, I'll lift... Liz up in prayer, lift that whole situation there. Um, my understanding is, is the last hearing mm -hmm. was a total railroad job. I mean, it was, you know, they didn't even have to hear what she had to say or anything. They'd already made their mind up. So I just pray that this whole situation, mm -hmm. remember the, all those in authority are only there because God's allowed them to be there. Amen. Amen. So, the God we serve, He's the ultimate authority. Amen. And uh, He can actually make people do things that they wouldn't normally do. Amen. So uh, we serve an awesome God. Amen. And um, we need to claim it in Jesus' name that we get some good news. Amen. Get some good news. So keep her in prayer. Amen. Keep her in prayer. Um, we're going to be reading a... a quite a bit of scripture. I'm going to try not to keep you here too long. But um, I'd like you to all turn to Hebrews 10. And uh, uh, before I get started, you know, uh, the Lord's really been putting something on my heart oh, the last couple weeks. So when Pastor asked me to speak tonight, it's like I had no doubt in my mind what I was going to speak on. And when I was studying for this, it was so neat. There were certain scriptures, and I said, man, where was that scripture? And, and I go, oh, yeah, it's right there. And every single time, I mean, thank you, Jesus. I mean, I didn't write it down or anything. I go, yeah, that's that's where it's at, you know. And, and But what it has to do with is, you hear me say this a lot, and, and I hope, no one thinks that I'm um, being a gloom and doom kind of person. But you all got to understand that things are going to change, and they're going to change real fast. Amen. Now, there's things happening in the world right now that are not even in the news. So did you know that already um, one of uh, Iran's nuclear sites has already been bombed? Did you know that? Only a few people know that. That wasn't even the news. It happened Saturday night. Okay? Did a lot of damage. They had to evacuate all the residents from a couple of towns and, and everything all around it. So, see, it's already starting. Now, what, the reason I'm saying that it's already starting is there's going to be a series of events that's going to happen. And whether it happens clearly over in the Middle East or in the Ukraine or or you know, Taiwan is going to affect 
us. Amen. So don't think that because it's on the other side of the world, it's not going to affect us. It'll affect us, believe Amen. me. Because, um, uh, I mean, did you know that in Israel for the past two months, they've all, the whole country has been practicing bomb drills? They have. They've been, they'll set off a thing and everyone has to see, they got to get to a shelter as fast as they can because they know that when they bomb Iran, and they will, you can bank on it. When they do, the amount of stuff that's going to come at Israel is going to be, they, they estimate 150,000 rockets aimed at Israel. True, not a 1,500, not 15,000, 150,000 all around Israel pointed at them. Mm -hmm. So they're in the middle of building up their defenses and everything. And so, so why am I saying all this? And it's like, whether you like it or not, and whether you want to, you know, <laughs> stick your fingers in your ears and go, la, 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 like nothing's going to happen, like things are going to be normal. Truth is, there's no such thing as normal anymore. Amen. No such thing. Mm -hmm. We're going to see things happen. I believe without a shadow of a doubt we're in the last days. Mm -hmm. When I hear things come out of our own government's lips, mm -hmm. when the President of the United States, when he takes an oath, he makes an oath to uphold the Constitution. And so when he mandates, and he hasn't got his way yet, but don't worry. He wants everyone to get this vaccine. Mm -hmm. And he says, freedom has nothing to do with it. <laughs> so when you hear the president say that, do you think he really cares about the Constitution? He doesn't. It's all, it's all an agenda. It's all, um, we're in the last days. We're going to do a little bit of reading here. But not to be... See, I'm not trying to be negative, but what I'm trying to do is get you, get you and me and everyone to realize that now more than ever, you have to be walking with the Lord every single day, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can't pick and choose what services you want to go to. Serious. Mm -hmm. You, man, well, let's get into the scripture. I'm just going to get all wound up and I'll start yelling and spitting and doing all that stuff. I don't want to do that. But if the Lord makes me do it, I will. Yeah. Okay. Um, Hebrews 10, we're going to start at um, verse 30. I guess, I guess everything I'm going over tonight is to get everyone to realize that if you're walking with the Lord, you have not a thing to worry about. Mm -hmm. Amen. Not a thing. Because the day is coming when something's going to happen in your life and it's going to cause you to think. Mm -hmm. And you're going to have to make a choice. What am I going to do? So this is to encourage you to choose the right way. Okay, starting at verse 30. For we know him that has said, Vengeance belongeth unto me, I will recompense, saith the Lord. 
and again the Lord shall judge his people. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. But call to remembrance the former days in which after you were illuminated, or saved, you endured a great fight of afflictions, mm -hmm. partly while as ye were made a gazing stock, gazing stock, both by reproaches and afflictions, and partly while as ye became companions of them that were so used. I want to stop there for a second. Remember what it was like when you first got saved. Mm -hmm. You were excited, man, everything, man, I just want to please the Lord. Mm -hmm. So, you start dressing right. Mm -hmm. You start talking right. You start doing good things, not evil things. And what happens? Everyone's going, oh, what in the world's wrong with you? Huh? You're so weird. Oh, you found Jesus. And they pick on you. And they make fun of you. And then you start hanging out with all the people that are just like that. And it's like, oh, how can you hang out with them? You used to hang around with us. We used to have fun. So, Believe it or not, when you when all that happens to you, you're actually being persecuted. Do you realize that? Amen. So, and it's because of the stand that you've taken. All right. So I, when I read that, and I it, what stuck with me is, man, when I first got filled with the Holy Ghost, my word, I was going, I was going bonkers, man, because I got the Holy Ghost. Yeah. Wow. Amen. Dan Edwards. Woo! Amen. And so, and so, I mean, I was on fire and everything, and, and, and the, the crazy thing is, is I was sharing this Monday night, it seems like when you're new in the Lord, man, you're fired up, man, ready to go, and then it seems like the more you walk with the Lord, the more comfortable you get, and the more seasoned, and you know, and the you know, things can be said, and it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard this before. You know, and it doesn't affect you. Not like it did when you first got saved. But it's like that same zeal and excitement that you had when you first got saved, that's what you have to have every day. Amen. That's the way you got to be Amen. every single day. Amen. Everything's new every day. Amen. It's Everything's Amen. new. So let's go on. Verse 34. For ye had compassion of me and my bonds, and took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that ye have in heaven a better and enduring substance. You know, when I, when I think about that, you know, took joyfully the spoiling of your goods, knowing in yourselves that he has in heaven a better and enduring substance. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, the day's going to come. Dean and I, we've been talking a lot about this because everything's changing in banking and money and everything. Everything's changing. And Dean and I, we talk about it a lot because we have a business and we have all transactions and all that stuff. And everything that's going on right now, depending upon which way the administration goes and what path, it's going to radically change the way we do things. Mm -hmm. It's going to radically change the way the church does things. Mm -hmm. 
and everyone in this room. It's going to change. Mm -hmm. You're going to be watched. Amen. Everything you spend money on, they're going to know what you're spending money on. Amen. Mm -hmm. And so it's uh, that day is coming very, very quickly. But when you think about your possessions or anything you have, re remember this, no matter what this world takes from you, your reward is far greater than anything you're going to lose. Amen. Anything. Mm -hmm. Anything. No matter what you lose, the reward for being patient and enduring is going to be far greater than anything that could possibly happen to you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Anything. Amen. Verse 35. Cast not away therefore your confidence which hath great recompense of reward. Mm -hmm. For ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God, remember that, the will of God, ye might receive the promise. It's important that we're doing the will of God. Not our design of God's will, but this instruction manual for God's will. When we... I got, I, man, I thought about it. I cannot wait to get to church. Man, even that, you know that meeting on Monday night? Man, we had a good meeting Monday night, didn't we? Oh, yeah. That was an awesome meeting. <laughs> Just an awesome class. Those of you, I'll tell you what, you need to be coming Monday nights to the foundation class because it, they're fantastic. They're amazing. Yeah. I learn something yeah. all the time. Yeah. You will learn something. Believe me, you don't know it all. <laughs> uh, we had an excellent class Monday it was really really good but you see uh, pastors talked a lot about this and it's like um, yeah people get sick and they're and they and there's there's different reasons why why people aren't here but there's some people that are consistently hiccup whether they're going to be here or not I mean who knows whether they're going to be here or not if they're not here I don't know why they're not here you know that kind of mentality where you just come to church and just sit on sit there listen to the worship and all that stuff I say listen mm -hmm. you're not Amen. participating Amen. you're just sitting there listening to it all Amen. and you go home feeling getting a warm fuzzy feeling because you've been in the Holy Ghost, well, believe me, you aren't, any saved, you aren't saved any more than you were when you walked through the door. Mm -hmm. Amen. When you left. Mm -hmm. You're no more, you aren't any better off mm -hmm. for just coming here, sitting here, and just leaving. Mm -hmm. No Amen. better off. Amen. No change. Mm -hmm. That's why I always pray, Lord, I pray people leave here different mm -hmm. than the way they came. Amen. Every time you come to any meeting, any anything, I want to leave here different mm -hmm. than the way I came. Amen. Amen. I want to grow. Every Amen. time I come here, I want to grow. I want to Amen. grow. So, it, man, I, I got to say it. We're going to get into it a little while, but this is the battery charger. Mm -hmm. Amen. <laughs> That's what this is. This is the battery charger. Mm -hmm. 
It is. Yeah. I get charged up every time I come. Yep. My word. Every single time I get charged up. We're going to see later on why that matters. So you know what's coming. Anyway, we're going to talk about the battery charger. Um, 37, for yet a little while, and he that shall come will come and will not tarry. The Lord's going to show up and everything's going to happen on his schedule. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back into perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. And in 11.1 it says, Now faith is a substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. So our faith you want to know, if you ever wonder, Lord, how can I show my faith? Simply obey this. You don't have to move mountains. Mm-hmm. Obey this and you will move mountains mm-hmm. without even realizing you're moving mountains. So faith is living what God's Word says. That's faith. Amen. Okay, let's turn to um, Mark 13. I was sharing this, I don't know if the other men were here when, it might have been just Pastor me, I don't know. Um, I think there were others there. This this hit me one day, and um, Mark chapter 13. We're going to start at verse 5, and we're just going to read through to uh, 13. Um, It says here, And Jesus answered them, began to say, Take heed lest any man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Now when I read that verse, and, and it's there's so many people that say Jesus Christ is the Savior of this world. Mm-hmm. And He is. But then they don't say anything about you. You need to be baptized in Jesus' name for the remission of your sins and filled with the Holy Ghost. So even though they're recognizing, saying Jesus is the Christ, the Savior, they're deceiving everybody by not telling them the truth. Amen. Okay? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly the way I take that verse. Verse 7, And when ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars, be, be ye not troubled, for such things must needs be, but the end shall not be yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be earthquakes in diverse places, like Tabor, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Close to home. Mm-hmm. And there shall be famines and troubles. Sounds like today, doesn't it? Amen. These are the beginnings of sorrows. But take heed to yourselves. For they shall deliver you up to councils. Now listen real close to this, okay? Jesus is saying this. Take heed to yourselves, for they shall deliver you up to councils, and in synagogues you shall be beaten, and ye shall be brought before rulers and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them. 
and the gospel must first be published among all nations. And we're there, okay? But when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand what you shall speak, neither do you premeditate. But whatsoever shall be given you in that hour, that speak ye. For it is not ye that speak, but the Holy Ghost. Now think about that. I believe, whether it happens to everyone, I don't know, but some, I believe some are going to get dragged before people. And they're going to be, and it's happened in other nations and everything, you're going to be told to renounce what you've been taught, what you're teaching, and the whole thing. You're going to be told, you're going to be commanded, ordered to renounce it, or else. Amen. Okay? So in that moment... The Lord is going to put the words in your mouth. Think about that. That's what that's saying right there. Don't worry about it. When it comes time for you to open your mouth and say something, I'm going to put the words in your mouth. Don't even think about it. That's what that's saying. Don't even think about it. Because he says, you're my witness against them. Wow. Amen. Isn't that something? Man, am I glad I'm saved. Verse 12. Now the brother, now this is what was getting me. Now the brother shall betray the brother to death, and the father the son. And the children shall rise up against their parents, and shall cause them to be put to death. And you shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that shall endure unto the end, the same shall be saved. Was talking to Pat. I was talking about this, and what was what got me was, man, what in the world would cause my kids to turn on me? Mm-hmm. What would cause that? I thought about that, and I said, "Yep, it's this world." Mm-hmm. See, I delivered some signs. I was telling Dina. I went up to Castlewood yesterday. I had to deliver some signs up there. And these people that had bought all these signs, and they were just little toys for their kids. Couldn't believe what they paid for them. Toys for their kids. They had so much money. They had a six-car garage. They had six different cars in their garage. Two big buildings. They own two racing teams. They own, I mean, all kinds of money. And I said to myself, they're so wrapped up in it, they're not going to want to give it up. See, when we're walking with this world, and we're caught up in this world, and we do all the things, and the only way we're going to get it is through this world, and we be, it's a habit, it's something we're consumed with all the time, what are you going to do if it's taken away from you? Mm-hmm. Will you be able to function? Oh, I can't function without my Coke. <laughs> Coca-Cola. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I picked the wrong... I picked the wrong pot. Should have said Pepsi. <laughs> but think about it. If you're a smoker... What are you going to do if you can't get any cigarettes? Mm-hmm. 
What are you going to do if you're an alcoholic and you can't get any alcohol? So, and I'm just using those as examples, but what if it's all the stuff that you love? Mm -hmm. All the things that you love, all the stuff you love to do and all that, and you want to be able to do it. You know, what, what would happen if they, if they passed a law saying that if you haven't been vaccinated, you can't leave your house? Now, they're doing that in other countries. Amen. Mm -hmm. They're doing it in Australia. You can't leave your house if you haven't been vaccinated. British Columbia, so, some place that you can't go to the grocery store. Can't go to the store, nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so here you are, you're sitting at home, and you're, used to, you're just a regular socialite. You do all this stuff outside and everything. Oh, I can't, oh, I can't. I can't stay cooped up in this house. i got to get out of this house. All right, give me the shot. <laughs> Now, I'm just using that as an example, but I believe the time's coming when it's going to be far worse than getting a shot. Mm -hmm. they're, going to, they're going to demand things of you, mm -hmm. and that will cause families, family members to turn against family members. Mm -hmm. I have no doubt in my mind. Yeah. And don't say, oh, I'd never do that. You know, it's like, you know, brother rich man, I'd take a bullet for you, but would I really? No, seriously, you know what I mean? It's like you're in that situation. Would you do it? You know what I mean? It's one thing to say thing, something, it's another thing to do it. Wow, it's that way even with our faith. It's one thing to say it, another thing to do it. So... We need to be walking with the Lord mm -hmm. every Amen. single day. Yes. Mm -hmm. Amen. Let's turn to Matthew 10. This is the same, this is the same account here recorded by Matthew, but we're going to read um, some different verses here. Matthew 10. Matthew 10, starting at 27. It says, What I tell you in darkness, that speak ye in the light. And what ye hear in the ear, that preach upon the housetops. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul but rather feel, fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. So, seriously, if, if somebody, man, when I hear testimonies of other saints from other countries and what they've gone through to stand on their faith, actually watch their kids killed, to not, would you do that? I want you to think about that. Would you be willing to give up? Man, would I be willing to give up Scarlet? Wow. Whew. If you were given that choice, you either renounced, you either renounce Christ or we're gonna kill your granddaughter. What would you do? You see, now I'm saying that, and that seems like real drastic, right? 
But the only reason I'm saying that it could happen is because it has happened already. It's already happened. It's happened many, many times all around the world. In this country, we are so stinking, smelly, spoiled that we don't have a clue as to the real world. Uh, Brother uh, Gegnehesni Teklamarian from Ethiopia, when he came to the U.S. to visit, he said, how can anyone in this country be saved? That's what he said. He said that to the church. The reason he said that was everybody is so consumed and wrapped up in nothing. Way too much. It's all a distraction. It's all something to occupy our time. Uh, Pastor and I, we were joking about this. Well, not joking about it. We were talking about this. But I I said, um, could you live without your cell phone? Could you survive? I mean, if I didn't have a business, I wouldn't have a cell phone. And if I did, it would only dial numbers. Mm -hmm. That's all it would do. I mean, I wouldn't do the search, whatever, the apps or any of that stuff. And you don't want to get wrapped up in that. Here's why. I thought about this. And I was talking to Pastor. And and I know Brother Aaron can attest to it. I know my wife can. I know Mom can. But when we were young, even when we were teenagers, right, we had no cell phones or anything. And you realize that you might see your friend maybe... If, well, if you're going to school, you'd see him every day in school. But if it was summertime, you may not see him for two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. Life was great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, everyone, what did you have for lunch? <laughs> Who cares what you had for lunch? Now, I'm serious, everybody. I'm serious. Because when you're, when you're so that consumed on your phone, you know what? Your mind, your mind is on that. See, before all this technology came about, I don't know how many hours as a kid growing up, I spent all by myself. That gave me all kinds of time to think, to ponder, to explore, Mm -hmm. to do all these things that young people to this day, none of them do it. No one does it. You know, I don't know how many kids have no idea what it's like to play outside. Every single day when I was growing up, I was outside. The rule was be inside before the street lights come on. That was the rule. (laughs) But what I'm trying to say is, is people back then, even adults, because you're not so preoccupied with knowing what everyone else is doing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've, I've had to tell people, you know, please don't text me. Unless it's an emergency or you need something, don't text me. I mean, if someone calls up, I'm praying. <laughs> Good for you. I'm glad you're praying. But what are you telling me that for? I stopped what I was doing to read that you're praying. 
Wow, it's quiet. <laughs> but that's the whole point of what I'm trying to make. That is useless. Mm -hmm. It has no eternal value whatsoever. Mm -hmm. It's got nothing to do with your salvation. Mm -hmm. Here's the reality. Every one of us have to make sure that we're saved. Right. Above everything else. Mm -hmm. Anything else. Mm -hmm. Anybody else. Mm -hmm. you got to make sure you're saved. Because if you don't make your calling and election sure, you won't make it. Mm -hmm. I have no doubt in my mind. Mm -hmm. We have got to get out of this world of distraction. All the stuff that just occupies our mind and everything. Mm -hmm. I just... Um, I don't know. Watching TV or a movie or anything, I don't even like doing that anymore. The only thing I, I really am interested in is like YouTube clips or something like that about something that's going on overseas. Mm -hmm. In fact, that one that I heard about that bombing and everything, I believe they took it off. Can't even see it now. Mm -hmm. It's gone. The only reason I, I got to see it four hours after it came on, and now I can't even pull it up. They took it off. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it was someone in Israel talking about um, what had just happened and um, they were getting messages out of Iran as to what was going on over there and now that's not even on there so but because if that's what you got pumping into your head that's what your mind's occupied with man I would rather um, I'd rather have the Lord on my mind all the time and it's like but if you're like 100 feet in the air hanging off something, make sure you pay attention to what you're doing. <laughs> so what I'm saying, though, is just always keep in your mind, man, man every morning I wake up, I, I, this thought goes through my mind. When I pray, I go, is this my last day? I think about that. Because you never know when you're going to go. I, I cannot get over that UPS driver in California. I know you've heard me say this, but when every time I think about it, I go, what are the odds? Mm -hmm. UPS driver out delivering packages in the same neighborhood. He always, everybody knows him on a first name basis, driving his UPS truck, comes to a stop sign, and an airplane hits his truck and kills him. An airplane. Mm -hmm. That could be any one of us. Mm -hmm. So you never know mm -hmm. if this is your last day. You never know. Okay, where was I here? Matthew 10? Yes. Um, okay, uh, verse 29. Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. Man, think about that. I talk about sparrows. I love sparrows. Nobody, no one pays attention to sparrows. They're just a little bird. There's nothing fancy about them or nothing. And they're just, I think they're cute. We have them around the house and everything. There's nothing fancy about a sparrow. Yet every time a sparrow falls, God knows it. Mm -hmm. 
but the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Now, the Lord can count the hairs on my head in a nanosecond, but it would probably take a second for him to count them on to save his head. Mm-hmm. He knows the hairs on your head. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's how much he knows us. Mm-hmm. Fear, fear ye not, therefore ye are more value than many sparrows. Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father which is in heaven. Now this is, this is something. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think about that. You know, he's the Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm. You know, and they say, peace on earth, goodwill to men. And here he says, don't think I came here to bring peace. <laughs> I came not to send peace, but a sword. Mm-hmm. Amen. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Wow. Mm-hmm. In other words, I have it in my own family. Because I'm saved, there's others in my family, I make their skin crawl. Yeah. I creep them out. Amen. And any of you that are, know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. okay? So is that peace? Mm-hmm. Nope. That isn't peace at all. That's a division. Yeah. See? So... What he's saying is because of the stand that we take for him, it causes a division. It causes division, even in your own family. Um, uh, Let's go down here. Um, Okay, verse 36. And a man's foe shall be they of his own household. Wow, your enemy is in your own house. Mm -hmm. Wow. He that loveth Father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me is not worthy of me. He that hath findeth he that findeth his life shall lose it. And he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. Need to give up this world. Mm-hmm. Follow the Lord. Amen. The reward, man. I got. Whew, I, I a song I sing every day. What a day that will be mm-hmm. when my Jesus I shall see. Man, I, I sing that all the time, and I'm going, wow. When I look upon His face, yeah. mm-hmm. whoo, you'll get to see Jesus face to face. Takes me by the hand and leads me through the promised land. Wow. Man, I can't think of a single thing on this earth that's better than that. Right? Amen. (laughs) I want to see the Lord face to face. I want to see Him as my Savior and not my judge. You choose this world, that's what Jesus is going to be. He's going to be the judge. Wow. Amen. Whew. 
Let's turn to uh, Matthew 25. And this is kind of what I wanted to... This is the what I kind of wanted to get to. I have been studying this a lot. I even went into the Greek and I broke it all down to find out what the words meant and the whole thing. Man, I really studied this. And it was it's really, really something. Chapter 25. We're going to start at verse 1. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgin, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye know neither the day nor the hour when the Son of Man cometh. So I'm going to go back up here. I'm going to break down a few of the verses here. And... I know now why the Lord really put this on my heart. Because there's a lot of people that aren't here for whatever reason, okay? And we know why some aren't here. We already know why. But there's others that aren't here and they like, gonzo. I have no idea why they're not here. And so it's an awesome thing to be found faithful. It's an awesome thing to come to church and see your face here all the time. Amen. It's an awesome thing to come here to church and there's Sierra waiting out in the yard. Amen. I love that. That shows how faithful you are. Amen. Believe it or not, your actions speak way louder than anything that comes out of your mouth. Amen. So the reason I'm saying this is, okay, so now I'm going to talk to the people that are faithful in church. This applies to them too. This is what hit me. Our pastor. He almost broke down crying Sunday night. I know exactly what he feels. We all but beg people to worship. You do not worship the Lord with your hands down. That's not worshiping the Lord. Amen. You can think you're on fire for the Lord, but I guarantee you this, 
If you don't have your hands raised and you are worshiping the Lord with everything that you have, you are not worshiping the Lord. Amen. And you're not in God's will. I, and if I offend anybody, you know what? I could care less if I offend you. Because I'm going to be saved. And I'm not going to justify what everyone else does. I won't do that. But understand this. You come to church, if you're a worshiper and you're worshiping the Lord, and you're paying attention to what's being said, and you respond to the Word, you leave here different than the way you came. Well, guess what? Your batteries just got charged. Amen. Your lamp just got oil added to it. Amen. 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 For those, if anyone hears me say this, if you're sitting at home on your butt and you think for one second that you're one of the wise vir virgins because you have the Holy Ghost, you are incorrect. Amen. Because it said they were all virgins. That means they were all baptized in Jesus' name and they had the Holy Ghost. The difference was, was they were full of the Holy Ghost or they had the Holy Ghost. Because the foolish ones, their lamps still lit, but they didn't have enough oil. You won't get any more oil sitting at home. Because it says in God's Word, His will is that we don't forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Amen. We need to come together all the time. I feed on all of you. Every one of you build me up. I leave here, wow. I leave here thinking, man, am I glad I'm saved. Because man... That's better than anything mm -hmm. I've ever had in my life. Amen. It's better every time I come. Mm -hmm. Man, it just gets better and better. Amen. But I want but it says here, and it says, the five of them, five of them were wise and five were foolish. That word foolish means dull and stupid. Wow. That's what it means. Mm -hmm. Dull and stupid. You know, you remember when Peter was getting was let out of prison and the angel comes up, comes up and slaps him across the face and says, Come on, Peter. Mm -hmm. Get with it. Well, if you're a dull person, every service, everyone's up here begging you, come on, let's worship the Lord. Come on, you can do better. You can do better. We're slapping everybody across the face. Come on, wake up, wake up. Start worshiping the Lord. Man, you realize what could happen with just this many people if everybody had the mind, man, I want to worship the Lord. Wow. You imagine what would happen? Amen. I have no doubt in my mind we'd have that Shekinah glory. Wow. If none of you have ever seen that, woo, woo. That's not no smoke machine. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <Woo>. Amen. <laughs> but that's what it means. The wise ones were the ones that were prudent, that were doing God's will, that says, man, I want to please the Lord. I want to do what I'm supposed to do. Amen. Those were the wise ones. 
Those were the ones who every time left here, poof, their lamp was full of oil. This is where you get the oil. See, wow, studying this, man, this makes so much more sense to me after breaking this down. And it says here in, uh, it says at midnight there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Well, believe it or not, do you know what the cry is right now? The bridegroom is coming. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's the cry mm -hmm. right now. Amen. We're in the last days. Mm -hmm. And if you, I'll be honest with you, if you don't get your act together, you're going to be able to really get into those series of films, the Left Behind Bunch, because mm -hmm. I'm not going to be in that bunch. Amen. I've never watched it, but I've, I can't believe, oh, did you watch those? They were so good. <laughs> what was so good about them? They were left behind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't want to be left behind. Amen. Amen. Wow. Amen. Man, who wants to be here when the Lord judges the world? Right. Wow. Woo. I don't want to be here. So the cry is being made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go out to meet him. And it says, All those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so. Do you know what that, do you know what that phrase in, nor, in modern vernacular is? No way. Give me some of your, of your oil and we'll say, no way. I've been doing what I'm supposed to be doing and you've been doing whatever you've been doing. I'm not giving you any of mine. Nope. That was on you. You were all told to get your oil. You've been, you'd get told every Sunday, get your oil. It's up to you to get it. Amen. Wow. I love that. Change that whole verse, but the wise answered saying, No way, lest there not be enough for us and you, but go rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And when they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. So I go, Wow. So who sells the oil? This is the oil store. Amen. This is where the oil is sold. Amen. That oil is the Holy Ghost. Amen. And where where do we promote the Holy Ghost more than any other place mm -hmm. in this city? Amen. Right here. Amen. So you want to know where the oil store is? It's right here. Amen. So those that are ready, whose lamps are full of oil. They're ready for whatever comes. Those, who are they going to be scrambling around? <gasps> what am I going to do? I can start worshiping. What do I do? Mm -hmm. I got to start worshiping. Wow. Mm -hmm. The people that sold the oil aren't here anymore. Amen. Amen. So what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. I want to be one of the wise ones. Amen. 
Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open unto us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Wow. You realize, you realize that every time you come in this place and you worship the Lord and you praise the Lord, He's watching you. Yeah. And He knows you. For those of you that like to sit there and just bask in the Holy Ghost, He doesn't even know you're sitting there. You're not even getting His attention. You're insignificant. He's paying attention to the ones that are worshiping Him. That's who He's paying attention to. So that doesn't mean, and don't get me wrong, you can come here and have a, a burden and everything like that, and that's fine. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about, oh, man, this service, what a routine. Man, I need to pray before I sing. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Help me. Don't get me wrong, folks, but if that's your attitude, we were studying prayer Monday night. You know what that prayer would have amounted to? Nothing. Nothing. But man, when you come here and your mind is focused on one thing, I want to touch the Lord. That's going to matter more than anything. It's going to matter, man, I'm hungry. I can't wait to go to McDonald's. Who cares about McDonald's? Wow. When you're worshiping the Lord, the last thing on your mind is whether or not you've got an empty stomach. When I'm worshiping the Lord, I have no idea what's going on around me. You know that? I have not a clue as to what's going on around me. Man... I miss the girls up here dancing. I miss that. I miss all the people coming up here and dancing. It's like, what happened? What happened? Don't get stuck in a rut. Don't don't get comfortable. Man, you realize man, I say this, but you realize you don't make yourself breathe. Even if you're committing a sin, doing who knows what, the one who's opening and closing your lungs over and over is God. Mm -hmm. Amen. Wow. Mm -hmm. That makes me shiver sometimes when I think about that. Your breaths are numbered. Remember that. He already knows how many breaths you're going to take. So every breath you take is one less. You're getting closer and closer to the deadline. Amen. Remember that. You don't control how many times you breathe. You don't control whether your heart beats. Wow. You don't control which way the plane flies when it's crashing. So what am I trying to say? Let's turn to 2 Peter 1.10. You all know this. You hear it probably every service you hear this. But it applies, man. It applies. Wow. See, the Lord's been putting this on my heart. 
It's like, there's so many people that think they're going to make it. And they aren't. And it's their own fault. So you say, well, who are you? I'm not pointing at anybody. I'm not pointing at anybody, but that's what the Lord told me. It's like, there's a lot of people that think they're good with the Lord. And they're not. And they know it. Amen. And they know what they got to do, but they don't want to do it. Oh, someone will make fun of me. If I go up there and dance. You, you, you know, you realize... If the Lord puts on you to dance, just dance. Because instead of people looking at you, making fun of you, you know what they're going to do? They're going to be going, wow. I want to do that. I want to be able to do that. Desa V, I love the way you dance. Oh, I love it. Man, I saw a video down there in Louisiana at a church, and there was this teenage girl dancing. Wow. She had to get over to the side because, man, she was like flying all over the place. Man, she's spinning around and her hands are... And I'm going, wow, look at that. Look at that. That's freedom. That's being free. To not move, to not worship, that's being bound. What are you bound by? This world. That's what's got you bound. And you got to let it go. Second Peter 1.10 Well, let's start here at verse 9. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see things, cannot see afar off, and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make, sh to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never fall. The day's coming, everybody. Good old USA is not going to be good old USA. And I, you know, I was sharing this with uh, with the pastor um, uh, last week. But do you realize the U.S. has already turned its back on Israel? Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. Israel, Israel has the most advanced intelligence of any nation on the face of the earth. They know more about everyone else than anyone else. The United States knows that, and they don't like it. They don't like the fact that Israel knows more about the U.S. than the U.S. knows about Israel. So much so that they blacklisted the two major um, intelligence companies in Israel from doing anything in the U.S. They blacklisted them. Did any of you know that? That was never on the news. So see, so the United States is already turning its back on Israel. And last week, 
um, can't remember his name, one of the leading officials of Israel said, we are all by ourselves. That's what they said last week. So now they know that the world is against them. The United States has warned them, warned Israel, don't you bomb Iran. Russia, don't you bomb Iran. The European Union, you better not bomb Iran. And Israel goes, we're going to bomb Iran, whether you like it or not. Because if we don't, what they make is going to destroy us. And they've and what, what baffles Israel is the world knows what Iran, their number one goal, that regime that's in Iran. I'm not going to say the Iranian people because there's a lot of good Iranian people. Most of the people in Iran are good people. But the government, their number one goal is to destroy Israel and destroy the United States. That's all they think about. That's all they eat. Mm -hmm. Sleep, think about. They don't care about life. They don't care how many people they kill. They don't care how they kill them. Mm -hmm. As long as they can destroy them. For Allah. Which I think that's Satan's name, isn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <You got told. laughs> it's definitely Antichrist. Yeah. Yeah. So, so anyway, folks, I know... If I got you thinking good about making changes because, man, things are happening so fast. Mm -hmm. Things are just happening so, so fast. Mm -hmm. And every one of us, serious, got to make, make up your mind what's going to matter more, my salvation or something else. Mm -hmm. Because look around you. None of this is going to exist. Mm -hmm. Right? None of it. Man, when I see a rainbow, I mean, this world has not a clue what the rainbow means. They think it means it's the alphabet people. <laughs> and I go, what a perverted thing yeah. to do to the rainbow. Amen. But every time I see a rainbow, I say to myself, God destroyed this earth with water. And it says in his word that he's reserved the same judgment again. Not with water, but with fire. Mm -hmm. So everything that you see around you, it's all going to get burned. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it was made out of concrete or anything else. Mm -hmm. It's going to get burned. If God can send down fire for Elijah at that altar and burn the rocks off, Nothing man-made is going to have any effect on the fire of God. So, so in knowing that, realizing how powerful God is, man, choose God. Don't cave into this world, man. You young people that are in public school, don't let the people in the school trick you trick you into going against your own family. Because mm -hmm. they're doing it already without you realizing it. Mm -hmm. They're already doing it. So I've heard some of the stuff that goes on and I'm just 
Sure has changed since I was in high school. <laughs> wow. Amen. When I was in high school, you couldn't even chew gum. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. Amen. Now you might as well go to McDonald's and take a whole meal in there and scarf it down. <laughs> anyway, I'll get going. I don't want to get going. So thank you all for coming. Um, Lord bless every one of you. And I'll, I'll tell you what, just keep your eyes on Jesus. Amen. Amen. Yes, Brother Rich. Water Braves will be here around 8 a.m. Friday morning. Okay. The guys said, I mean, of course, it kind of give or take whenever he gets here. But okay. if you're able to be here to get your order, great. If you can't, let me know. We'll figure something out. Okay. So they're, they're coming here, right? Here. Church. Okay. All right. Okay, thanks everyone for coming. Lord bless you.